0: Thank you john Bertan for the intro appreciate that as always good stuff i got uh i got tim de carlo here uh frequent guest and uh, we're going to talk about it is uh sorry it is almost 9 p.m tuesday november 28th 2023 uh we're talking about a race on december 3rd that's a sunday um in less what is that like six days five days um it's the california international marathon they should just call it the california marathon i don't know why they have to add make it an abbreviation cim is what people refer to it as uh, it's been around a while um, let's see uh, i have my notes here uh, actually that's gonna bug me one second while i continue talking uh, first year CIM ah. <laughs> looks like it started in 1984 and it was the, it has served as the United States National Marathon Championship um, it's a uh, I want to say it's about now it's about 8 to 10,000 people and it's pretty accessible meaning you can register there's no lottery you don't need to be a certain speed um there is no giant fundraiser thing and what i just realized or or was researching it's organized by the Sacramento Running Association which really looks uh like a they're all about running and not making tons of money and on off advertisements. Um, the cost is $181.24. Uh, the expo is Friday, uh, December 1st and December 2nd at the safe credit union convention center, 1400 J street, Sacramento. Uh, the website is run org. Um so to compare the cost 180 181 24 versus chicago which is 243 boston is 235 and new york is ridiculous is almost 300 dollars it's for uh, for new york um it is a point to point so the start um you get there by bus you meet uh that you you board the buses near the Capitol building, uh, which is very disorganized. And I would just say, um, (laughs) it's a free for all. So you wanna get there before 5 AM, and you want to be assertive. And you don't wanna be on the periphery of the buses, you wanna be where the buses are coming in because it's very poorly managed. and the, all the buses kind of come in and then leave through the same route. So you want to get on the the, um, the 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 bus stops that are closest to the first bus stops. Um, that was very frustrating. I waited almost an hour last time, even though I was there super early, because the buses were um, mobs of people were just getting on the buses. And that's a common thing. New York is terrible with the buses. Sacramento is terrible with the buses. And the management outsources those things. So it's not a running club organizing corrals at the buses. Um, finishes at the Capitol building. Get a T-shirt and a medal. $30,000 for the men. I think one through five. Or first first place through fifth place. And 30000 for the women. Jerry Lawson in 1993 ran a 2.10. Paige Stoner ran a 2.26 in 2022. And Andrew Crone ran his fastest marathon ever in 2021 uh, in 2.56, which is looking at that now is is quite the uh, daunting task. So that's my my lead up tim de carlo our our esteemed guest here uh is also registered and uh tim how how has your your training been
1: going uh well it was going great until about uh what was the exact date i can't remember um mid-october i uh suffered an injury uh uh, people are telling me what it is sciatic nerve something
0: performa,
1: muscle. uh muscul- i don't know my back hurts my butt hurts and uh for about three weeks i couldn't even walk and so uh uh as i mentioned this week i was uh, i've been walking around work asking anybody do you want to do a marathon under my name uh so i get the credit if you qualify for boston and uh, no takers yet but uh Uh, I do not recommend doing that uh, publicly.
0: Everybody um, will not (laughs) recommend that publicly. Uh, Don't do that.
1: Luckily for me, the people I was asking have no chance at qualifying for Boston. So uh, I don't think they would really get on me for cheating (laughs) based on whoever I got. (laughs) But uh, I, unfortunately am not going to be able to do the run. I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, are, are there any other, I don't,
0: I think this is just the marathon, right? There's no other, yeah. um, 5k on Saturday or, or type of, I don't think there is. Um, uh, there's,
1: I, I've been seeing people talking about a shakeout run, which I don't know how long it is. I think it's some sort of, uh, get together. I'm, I'm betting this in downtown Sacramento where they're like, and this is where you'll finish and to try to motivate people. But, uh, um, I don't, I I can't even there, try that. This right. is, this is a very,
0: um, fast field. I, and a lot of people come from all over
1: the country to do, uh, excuse me, I do to know, do CIM. I do know, I want to talk about, uh, a run, which, um, some people have heard of the Clarksburg country run, which their tradition is it's the last big run before CIM. And so you get to see a lot of college athletes and sub elite athletes go to this little wine country to run a half marathon against each other. Um, And a lot of local athletes, the Clarksburg country run is perfectly scheduled as a final event before the CIM. So I know it, there's a lot of fast people at this thing. Um, um, fun to watch, and I guess that's what I'll be doing. So, yeah, it's
0: uh, it's a pretty good. It's not the best spectator, actually. Actually, one of the best spectator marathons is Chicago, because it like loops around, and you could easily see your runner uh a lot of different places and this is just a point to point um i'm I'm guessing you can drive to see people
1: running cim because it's you know i'm hoping it would be fun to see um (laughs) it would be fun to see uh different parts of the course um I had thought about trying to bike through it, uh, at least part of it. Um, but I have no idea how close you can get to the course. I, I have no idea. You've done it, so uh, how tight is security or whatever around the area, the run area? Oh, it's I it's not like uh,
0: Boston or New York. It's not like one of the big ones in a big city. They, they are pretty... Yeah, I, I I don't think it's very locked down. The capital they do the finish line is so you can't see the finisher like there's a finish uh, what do they call it like a finish corral that's really large or or finish area. So it's it's a little you know you might have like a couple hundred yards by a couple hundred yards that was sort of roped off and. You can go in there but like they screen everyone that goes into that area because it's like a really crowded area and it's like near the capitol building and stuff. But yeah, I'm uh I'm nervous because I haven't been putting the weekly miles I'd like to put in mm-hmm. because I've just been like recovering from the long race thing I did, the 100k, and then you know, I can't be doing 50 mile weeks like the week before. So, um, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I don't have the time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and two, I need to rest. Uh, I mean, you, you did have to
1: 50 plus miles in one day. So, 50 miles in a week shouldn't be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, so, yeah, but my, 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 oh, go ahead. What is it? Okay. When you did this before, Are you just, like, in the zone, or is there, like, parts that you're looking forward to? Like, it's the same course as other years, right? So what do you know Mm -hmm. about the course? What are you looking forward to? Uh, It's a pretty boring race, actually. Um,
0: It's not that interesting. It's all, like, flat suburbs. There's a couple hills. It's, um, It's a forgiving last half marathon. And, like, a couple...
1: I, let's look at the profile. I, so I don't remember... I'm not hearing, I guess reading. Reading the chatter online, a lot of people were saying, I thought this was a downhill course, but the first few miles are supposed to be tough hills. And so... how no.
0: t- It has, like, 400 feet of hills over a, t- a marathon. And, like, yeah, there's a hill at, like, I want to say 10 and a half. And mm. it's, like i don't know 50 feet i'm looking at it right now there's downhill so from the start to the half you descend what, like 300 feet It's like a really nice rolling downhill and then the so the first half you have some downhill you have some little little bumps um i'd say the hardest hill is sixty-two is fifty feet, and then you have a another. You have some fifty-foot hills. Nothing crazy. It's there. There is ups and downs the whole way, but it's not like
1: any long hard uphills. Do you think that uh, the people that were how to put it, fearful of this? It, it's just because when you hear it's a downhill course you almost expect no uphills so any uphill would be a surprise would be uh I like i don't know like i'm trying to figure why people seem so oh my gosh about that because 400 feet doesn't sound like much it's not it's it's
0: it's one of the fastest courses out there and if you're i think to be really fair if you're gonna do a marathon it's got it it shouldn't necessarily be a point to point because if you're going downhill point to point well that's in a way it's kind of cheating <laughs> uh and they have these big downhill marathons like you go like five thousand feet downhill like off of a mountain um <laughs> it's still a marathon, you know, but is it is it it's definitely not the same as like Um, I'd say New York is really hard because New York has a lot of the, um, the bridges and the bridges
1: are steep to, to get up and over you did New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first bridge wiped me out (laughs) by mile two, I was already, (laughs) Um, yeah. So Sacramento
0: has a nice, easy downhill for the first half. And then it's basically flat for the second half um some rolling hills and it's cold so the weather is really good um so you know there's an international airport a lot of people i remember tons of people from like the midwest and like texas and just all over were at the start so there's a lot of people from all over the country and they they make this their race to qualify for boston
1: uh why why do you think that is because it's downhill because it's the end of the year like what 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 do you think makes so many people want this run to do to well it, it
0: has it has all of these super fast um what's the event called uh it's like it's like one of the US uh gosh I should I should know this um it's the if you go to CIM race website. I want to say, I'll see it in a second. Tracking events. There it is. Uh, Participant info, event information.
1: I want to say it's an Olympic qualifier, but it's not It's not an Olympic
0: qualifier so much as it's where a lot of fast people go for Olympic qualifying times. Hmm. So you'll see, and that's really good for like, you, you want to have a lot of fast people if you're shooting for those fast times. You don't want to just go to like a local marathon where there might not be anyone shooting for those times.
1: Interesting. I mean...
0: Oh, here we go. Elite information. Uh seated athletes. Uh it's a certified PA um Pacific Association USATF uh race. Um, I guess you can be tested for drugs too, because it's like an like a legit like if you showed up and
1: won the race, they could probably test you for drugs. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think I'd have to confess of any drug use and worry about the public uh, <laughs> blowback. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think I'd be at that end of the uh, spectrum. <laughs> oh, there's a a
0: five hundred dollar USATF Olympic trial time bonus, capped at thirty thousand and prorated if over sixty athletes under the Olympic time qualifying time. So. Yeah, there's a lot of these super fast people that are shooting for sub 2:27 or sub what is the olympic standard for uh men? It's like uh well, I'm not, I don't even know. I think it's like 2:20, <laughs> I want to say, olympic marathon standard.
1: Should have done more homework everybody. Sorry. But I also wonder if the timing at the end of the year also is the draw because people are like, I don't know, if I'm in shape in December, chances are I'll still be in shape in April. That's probably the best timing. Uh, uh, They just have to. Oh, no. Well, you can't get into
0: Boston with this race for 2024. This Uh, is a race for 2025 because the Boston um, application was like a couple months. It was in September. So the. So get this, the qualifying standard for the Olympic team time trial is 218. So if you want to go to the Olympic uh, qualifying race, wherever, I think that's in Florida, you have to run a sub 218 as a man and a sub 237 as a woman. And then you can go, and then all that gets you is to say, yeah, I have the qualifying standard to go then compete for like the top, I want to say it's like three or four spots. Maybe it's, I think it's five because they have alternates. Mm-hmm. So you, so then you go and compete for the U S marathon Olympic trials. And then, you know, there's going to be like a hundred people, all sub two eighteen, <laughs> and Then you just have to win that. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, but uh,
1: <laughs> how did we get under the Olympics? Uh, <laughs> uh, I pay at the gate. <laughs> 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 so, is there any neighborhoods? Let's through. You said it's boring, but is there any neighborhoods? That's it's go- all it's all
0: suburbs. I shouldn't say it's mm-hmm. boring. The there are great fans. It's it's good, it's good energy. It's and it, and it gets more and more crowded as you go along, um, but it's yeah you're running through like neighborhoods.
1: But is like, there uh, is there anything yeah. like, uh you know Boston has Heartbreak Hill, and once you hit Wellesley and like all these landmarks, is there anything like that a CIM or is it just yeah you just run <laughs> you just go through it. <laughs> Mm, not really
0: i remember there is this there's a big left turn i want to say that's about halfway um yeah i guess it's good for being in the zone because it's like there's not a lot of
1: distraction
0: uh, distraction not a lot of turns in chicago you have a lot of turns Mm. um it kind of messes you up it messes your rhythm up um So, like, you can pace pretty well.
1: Well, if I remember correctly, uh, just from watching documentaries, like, the idea of the city race, where not only are you getting to have high-quality competition, but, like, the ideas of New York and Chicago was you get to see the city. Like, they designed the courses on purpose to see the different neighborhoods. And... Uh, I guess Sacramento. It's like you want to see all the different neighborhoods in downtown Sacramento. We can do a 10k, I, and we're. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say
0: that's that's only true for a certain type of runner, um, and I would say half of the runners doing Sacramento are not really looking at the sites at all. They're just running hard, and then maybe the other half might might, might be enjoying themselves, like giving high fives and stuff Mm -hmm. but uh and and yeah i think that was like the new york thing like you go through all the boroughs Mm
1: -hmm. but uh it make a point to get you into all the different neighborhoods for the average runner who's like uh yeah we'll take the shot of tequila on the side of the road (laughs) because they're they're out there for another five hours anyway (laughs) um but uh i i guess like a point to point they don't have any sort of so so my point was from what oh, i so so yeah let's let's talk on. about i
0: uh, tim can i yeah. i want to back up
1: i okay. want to talk about
0: logistics because some of here's here's something people don't think about you need to book a restaurant many weeks in advance if you want to eat pasta the night before you need to book your hotel the day you book or you register for the race and obviously you need to book your flight like the day you register for the race and like it seems so obvious but those are things I like the the hotel if you live locally you're not really thinking about and I didn't register the hotel until recently and so it's not a really close to the finish line and like the food I did I just did that tonight and it was like the only place and it's like a chain restaurant. So, yeah, that's that's something you want to – that should be part of the checklist, like, six months out is, like, hotel, <laughs> food,
1: hmm. lodging, or, or a flight. Yeah, Sacramento, I think, is a lot more limited in all of those things than Chicago or New York. <laughs> um, I have a feeling, even though it's eight to 10,000 runners – the city will be pretty swamped as opposed to the major cities. (laughs) But that'll be, that would be a cool thing to see. I I mean, because there's limited options, like you'll be running into runners all over the place. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think so. And like, you know,
0: what's fun was the, it's the bus ride. Like, I ran it. the The first time I did this was in 2019, so this will be my third CIM. And uh, Verity, who's in my running club, I like just ran into her, and like so we sat. I sat next to her on the bus, and she was with all these super fast women. And yeah, we just the bus ride's like an hour bus ride. So, oh, and you need to bring like old clothes. That's something that a new a newbie would might forget. So you want to bring like an old sweatshirt, old jeans, um, yeah, that's uh, goos, all that, all that stuff. Basically, have a um, have a checklist like a week before, and have all that stuff. Oh, I need to go get my shoes for the race. I don't, I still don't have my shoes, unless I want to run in old shoes.
1: Uh, wait. So you're gonna get shoes this week and run in basically brand new shoes.
0: Yeah, the Rin, Rincon threes.
1: Uh isn't that I, I have yeah. One of I the do. don't do that things.
0: <laughs> nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into your race then. So you did mention you just did this hundred K um adventure with a, a bunch of your friends. Uh what was this like? Two weeks ago? Uh Veterans Day, three weeks ago. <laughs> so how are you feeling? Going yeah, but it was, it was, mile if you wanted to, but how are you one, feeling? What are you thinking? Yeah, that was two and a half weeks ago.
0: So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't have a lot of, yeah, I feel, I, I mean, to complete the distance is like, yeah, I can do that. But mm-hmm. to complete the distance as fast as I did in 2021 has me really nervous because I'm looking. I'm looking at Andy Krohn, in 2021, 43 years old in 2021, and I did the race perfectly. I mean, I'm looking at my splits. <laughs> like, I don't know how I could do it any better. It's uh, so I'm like, uh, maybe I'll
1: just go out faster. I don't know. <laughs> Can you close? <laughs> like how? How close do you think you could get to that if you ran a good race?
0: Hmm. I haven't done any
1: racing.
0: I haven't. I don't think I have done enough fast racing to, like, match that. So I might just not have the speed in me. But. But I don't know. I like Chicago went well, and I think I held back a lot in Chicago, like for the first half.
1: Like, you can't remember what you got it was like 203, uh, or not 203, sorry, like 303, 303.
0: 302. So, okay.
1: so that's just um,
0: a little bit, a little bit hotter.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That, that's what I was saying. I think the environment is very different in Chicago in October than it is. I mean, I think the weather's going to be perfect. I think it's going to be low forties uh mid forties uh by the time you're done, it might be hitting fifty, but it's a crisp fifty, not uh not warm, so yeah
0: you know what I did for Chicago, which worked out well, is i I swore to myself to go slow for the first five miles, mm-hmm. basically to cap my pace for the first five miles, so I wouldn't go out too hard, and I'm looking at twenty twenty one andy 2020 on my strava and i went out fast (laughs) i was 630 uh 640 635 638 634 and i didn't really pay for that until mile like 23 22 and i i didn't slow down that much so that's uh i'm impressed with that But for all time, I have that that time, so I don't need to uh, be nice to run faster than that. But I don't know. I'm
1: getting kind of older. Now, were you competing against anybody else in 2021? Was there any other motivation besides, I just want to run fast for me? uh, I was always against myself.
0: I was shooting for, actually, I think I was shooting for like 252 when I ran the 256. Wow. But. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Don't, don't even try. No, not worth even trying. <laughs> so, uh, do you think you could do a three hundred two? I mean,
0: yeah, I think I could do a three hundred two. I think I could do a sub three at CIM. Um, just, just, I'm just scared because I've had those blow ups. Mm-hmm. It's bad and you blow up and it's like at mile 18 and you know you've blown up it's so de- defeating it's like you're you felt you felt so good for for maybe 30 and you know probably by mile 10 or 13 if things are going south cuz things started hurt you should not be in like pain at mile 10 cuz you got 16 more miles
1: to go How do you know? How do you know? Is there some kid standing by the side going, hey, mom, look at that guy. He just blew up. (laughs) And they're pointing at you, or is it just the pain?
0: Well, yeah, you know the pain, and you know if your heart rate's, like, jacked and you're running, like, eight-minute mile, you're like, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) But that only happens if it's hot for me. So I can just probably go into the, the pain cave,
1: be okay. Now, uh, let's talk equipment, because you said if your heart rate is jacked, uh, I've been noticing I have a unnamed uh, uh, piece of equipment that uh, I will be sitting there going, oh, man, I feel like I'm running kind of hard. Let's see what my heart rate is. And it'll say, you're at 57, which is ironic because my resting heart rate is usually mid 60s. So it's like, oh, so. What have you ever had that happen where you're like, Oh, where am I at? And then your equipment is not telling you the accurate stuff.
0: Yeah. All the time. So I think the equipment is, uh, and I've heard the acronym, um, what is it? Exertion level or, uh, um, perceived exertion level.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: like your perceived exertion is what you should go off of, not your watch. And, it seems like so obvious. Like, well, yeah, you should go off of how you feel. But I think people get these fancy watches, like myself included, and they yes, it's please. like, Oh, I'm at uh I'm at I'm at one forty, right? Which mm-hmm. is great. But then say it's cold out and the watch isn't making a good contact with your skin and it says you're at one eighty, but you're like, No, I don't feel like I'm at one eighty, so you wanna you wanna go off the perceived exertion most of the time and then Uh, you you know you know if you've ran enough that you're on okay i'm at like 150 right now or there's no possible way i'm at
1: 170. okay so that's that's what i was going to ask if uh when you just said your heart rate's jacked like you're not dependent on your equipment you you know yourself well enough obviously that's yeah i think if i you know, not running with a watch would
0: be kind of cool, um, because there are markers. You just run, run on feel, and like there are every mile or so, or not mile, but every, I want to say ten k. They have a big clock. And shit. Hey, Matthew. Hi. <laughs> Someone- so yeah. <laughs> Matthew is Tim's son. So you have,
1: yeah, you have the markers to go off of. And and just every five, 10 mi- five miles or ten k or whenever they have them, just say, oh here's how I'm doing. Okay, I don't know if I could do that even at my level. Just be like, it's a free for all. We <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I I think it's there's some freedom in that not having the watch, not telling you you're falling off pace. Um, I that's kind of nice. It would be nice just to check in like every couple miles versus checking in every 10th of a mile on your watch. It gets it gets a little
1: insane. insane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I usually use it when I'm running. I don't know, like thinking about, oh, geez, what did I just do? What do I have to uh, run next to get back on pace? It's kind of like a mind game keep myself occupied versus i'm just running i I don't know if i could do that like playing with the math in my head while i'm running is one of the ways to avoid the pain cave (laughs) or going deep in so
0: so yeah like i'm looking at my strava for 2021 and i was at my zone three for an hour and 35 minutes that's great so it would be really good to have an hour and a half of zone three anything um maybe an hour and a half or an hour 45 below one uh 160 and then yeah I, i could tell myself okay i'll do two out 160 is really hard for me if i'm at if i'm at an hour 45 one, 160 max then after an hour and 45 then i i say the gloves are off then it's just whatever because <laughs> i spent almost a full hour 160 to 176 which is
1: that's redlining hot. that's <laughs> high
0: and I spent five minutes and 50 seconds above 176 which is super high so (laughs) I don't want to be in that anaerobic zone three but I think if I was 145 below 160 and then another hour in 160 to one gosh 176 is so high That painful. (laughs) That that sounds awful.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. I. uh, Now, does the how do I say this? If it's all downhill, does that play with your heart rate at all? Do you think, or no? Not really. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. When you're running a downhill first mile, uh, it's I want to say twenty ten. 20 beats slower the, for the same effort as flat <laughs> so so you're like so you're going down a 100 feet in a mile mm. that's gonna be much easier right so
1: yeah that's that's uh definitely gonna set you up for at least a few miles of easier running just because the first mile you're not overdoing it but, uh, I think at the end it's mostly flat though, right? I mean, you're coming into downtown Sacramento, that's a very flat area, it's- yeah, it kind of does this
0: horseshoe, so you you come in here's the map again, you're coming in you cross when you cross the river is a huge milestone you're you're basically like i'm I'm there when you cross the river, the American River. You, I think it's like another mile to go. Where is that? Uh, does it have the markers? No, it doesn't have the markers on there. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Oh, well, you crossed the river. Oh, that's mile twenty-two. So you got four miles to go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but that's a that's a big mark. It just means it's it's a nice psychological, uh, milestone because it's like okay. I only have four miles to go. Um, and it's this big r- bridge and river. Uh, so you come in, it gets more and more city-like, and then there's this little U-turn right at the end. So you're coming straight down L Street, you run right by the Capitol, and then you you do like a, a left, and then another left, and then you're there. Yeah. So if you've never done it, you don't know about those turns and you don't, you don't see the finish. So Mm -hmm. like you can be a half mile or a mile from the finish and it just looks like it goes on and on and on, but then it just turns and you're done.
1: Yeah. But it's fairly flat. I think, I mean, all of Sacramento downtown area is very flat. There's so once you get through that last four miles, that's, it. that's honest running there's no more downhill after that you're, you're running oh on... the,
0: the second half is all flat yeah and it's just yeah just gotta suck it up
1: <laughs> well I'm excited even though uh, I'm not doing it like I want to go see what the course looks like I want to go see what some landmarks are um, but I know like the downtown area fairly well I have to imagine those last few hundred yards where you're talking about you do that U-turn and you're running into the Capitol. That's got to be exhilarating because you're going right down that big, wide thoroughfare, right? It's, it's got a big, huge, grassy area in between and then like three or four lanes on both sides.
0: Yeah, you you know. I mean, what did I clock? I clocked 6.37 or 26.37. So, you know, you can just look at your watch. You know exactly where you're at but yeah you know, once you see once you see that park um, there's a lot of people this last I'd say the last 2 miles
1: yeah it's i imagine it would be it's a, uh a compact area that city it is uh usually very busy on the week and on the weekends that place is just dead empty but i have a feeling this is going to be the be one weekend draw where yeah it'll be cool i I think it's gonna be really cool to uh see I think it's gonna be a lively atmosphere um which you won't get to participate in but uh I yeah
0: will. i I really wish <laughs> i had some i i know i think I know a couple people doing it, but uh yeah it will be it' be fun to run it with somebody
1: now ooh now here's a question expo how big is the expo because You've gone to a few where you know they've got all the name (laughs) is hidden in this uh, you know something about the city and you go find it. Is it like that at all, or is it just like? So
0: every expo is like the same. They they have the same vendors. Um, There's Marathon Travels, uh, Mm -hmm. Marathon Tours. They do all their marathon stuff, which sounds great. If I if I won the lottery, I would just do all the Marathon Tours just sign up for all of them like yeah i'm gonna go to uh antarctica next week uh <laughs> that sounds fun actually um <laughs> uh, yeah it's kind of like it's lost a little bit of its um uh, spark you know because uh, it, it, what's what's cool are the speakers when they do have them i remember bobby gibbs at boston was like one of the first female runners and she was talking and she was just like this regular person, totally just talking to everyone around her. And she was, you know, the very first female to run at Boston. And she's like an icon, you know, she's like history. That was really neat. And, uh, it's kind of, I don't think they'll have this at CIM. They had these big TVs at Boston And it's this kind of drone or or car. It's like a a camera mounted on the front of a car. And then they fast forward it. So like the whole 26.2 takes like two or three minutes to watch. But it's it's smooth enough and clear enough where you can see, oh, there's a hill there. There's a turn there. Like you can kind of know the course.
1: (coughs) I have seen that once at Fresno, I think. A much lamer course than say a boston or new york city <laughs> is you know running along orchards <laughs> and, uh, i remember seeing that several years ago i think uh fresno and it was cool to watch but you're like this doesn't seem as fun
0: <laughs> okay so i have to set i have to set 3 3 uh goals or 3 um uh not objectives but yeah three goals so um first goal get to the wholesome prison Hel- healthy and uh ready to run uh second goal don't go sub 645 no sub 640 Don't go sub-640 in the first four. Uh, That's easy.
1: And then third goal would be
0: to just go all out after the half.
1: Okay. (laughs) and it's so, but, but cool. to go
0: but to go uh moderate from uh, not to go anything uh too not not to go any heart rate too hard um so so nothing above 160 for at least uh, I want to say 15 miles
1: okay so. so first goal get there healthy mm-hmm. second goal uh Control your pace, and third goal, I guess you could say
0: control you know, pace control. to fifteen, but, yeah, but,
1: but but a little 15, bit less,
0: yeah. uh, and then and then just let it all go.
1: Uh, third, be to control your heart rate uh, to be able to set up for a stronger finish, I guess. Yep. Fourth goal, uh,
0: finish the race. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fifth goal, have a. Uh, Have a a beer afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Not before, after. (laughs) And you make sure you have the sequence right. (laughs) I I
0: have to be careful not to set a goal, like be happy with my result. Because (laughs) that's like something you have to live, like always, always do forever. So you got to set it like with time boundaries. Like. (laughs) Show up with a shirt on.
1: <laughs> uh, for some people, that's a very good goal. <laughs>
0: wear, wear my number on the front of my shirt. Remember to wear clothes. <laughs> eat food the morning of. Mm-hmm. All right. Good oh, talking, oh. man.
1: Okay, wait, time out. Time yeah. out. Oh. You're actually yeah. good. So uh, you said eat food. That reminded me. Fueling. Because it's so cold, because it's downhill, do you have as much concern about fueling as other events or? not
0: um i'm going to do oatmeal in the morning i'm going to bring my oatmeal like i always eat every morning uh, cuz i always feel with oatmeal in the morning and that's like uh raisins and oatmeal and a, i'll have a banana um i'm going to skip coffee and though that's going to suck cuz i love coffee um because i'll have to pee on the bus if i drink coffee um so for the fuel will be five goos, probably starting at like mile two. So I'm gonna take two, seven, uh this is some math here, twelve, seventeen, that's three. Uh twenty two. yeah. Maybe I'll do every four miles. So I'll start at two and then I'll do every four miles okay. because yeah, I just need to keep the sugar coming, but not, not have a ton of sugar at right at the
1: start. Cause I have, so,
0: I have lots of reserves already.
1: So I'm guessing like about every 30 minutes it take a go. Yeah. That's
0: what, so an ultra is you're looking at calorie intake in marathons, you're just looking at sugar intake. And I've, I have I don't like the taste of the goose because if I'm working really hard, my body doesn't want to process that. But yeah. then it's like it's this, okay, yeah, you don't want to process it because you're working too hard. But if you don't process it, you don't have anything to go off of because you're going to switch to other energy stores. So slow down and eat the food basically what I have to do, but I don't want to do that. I want to run fast.
1: <laughs> I run these fa- are, I
0: run these fast. are these are
1: serious first world problems. Oh <laughs> well, in the course of the run they are. <laughs> when you're talking about it at, not during the run. It's not. But <laughs> so like that that just doesn't hit me. Like, are you as concerned with the fueling process in the event as you are other events you've done or not
0: um i'm not super concerned because it's not going to be hot um the ga- gatorade is like the a, a elixir when you're running hard and i've i've put it off but i don't know why i really need to i'll just i'll probably i'll, I'll put it off for eight miles but then I'll start drinking Gatorade about eight miles. It's just I don't wanna it's just awful to drink so much of it all like for so long. Cause it's like every mile they have Gatorade and water. Or uh Tailwind, I think they call it.
1: Maybe I will ride my bike and get some free Gatorades.
0: <laughs> you should. <laughs> Actually I remember I maybe it was twenty nineteen, somebody handed me a bottle of Gatorade and that was like amazing. Cause I drank the whole bottle. It was so, um, I felt so good after it. So I was probably, I needed, I needed some sugar.
1: Just get sugar cubes and apples like horses. <laughs> Cause that's what everybody really is out there. Just a horse. Just running. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't salt, I think is an issue if it's really hot. I don't think I need salt. I just need the goose and water. Um, I could probably just make do with the goose and water, but the Gatorade's nice too. So every four miles, starting at mile two. Oh, and and the espresso has a little caffeine in it. So this is a secret ingredient in my plan, or the secret. Uh, Thanks, Chad Kadoff. He's probably not (laughs) listening. You have the espresso uh, 200 milligram caffeine, And I save those for later. If I haven't had any caffeine that morning, I've been up at four 30. I'm really tired. Well, my last two goos will probably be the espresso, uh, goose. Little, little jolt.
1: Maybe a little dope doping. Yeah. Maybe get some of those chocolate covered espresso beans too. Just, just the real thing. Just throw them down. (laughs) Yeah. Alright, I think we're derailing at this point, but uh No, it's good talk. Alright, man. Let me uh
0: All thank right. you everybody for listening. And uh good luck at CIM, everyone.
1: Alright, that's my dog. Later.